doing it. This is it. No laugh track. Episode one seventy nine. Uh, my name is Justin Severson, the host. Thank you, thank you very much for uh, downloading, streaming, uh, sharing, commenting, everything that you're doing to keep this going. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Circle of Heat, for letting us play their music there at the beginning. One of my favorite things. I have many favorite things about hosting this podcast, and one of them is when I get to meet someone new who has never been on this podcast before and i'm gonna find out right now if he's ever been to acme it's damien lemon you yo how you doing very good we uh we we broke bread already yeah we did had a nice uh had a nice uh minnesota sit down we had grilled cheese with bacon yeah (laughs) i was into it It it's good Uh uh-huh highly recommended absolutely so have you been here before Never been to Acme before. Never been to Acme. I've been to Minnesota once before, but I've never played Acme. Okay. So I'm excited. If I, pl- I you know, the first show was last night, and yep. that was great. And uh, I'd heard so many things about this club. Like, this is one of the best clubs in the country, and it's living up to its reputation. So, Last night was good, yeah? Last night was good. For a Tuesday, it was packed. That's what everybody, you know, whenever I ask that question, it says, you know, for a Tuesday. Yeah. I mean, your expectations are always not so good. Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday night expectations, you know, unless, you, unless you're one of those guys, you, you're thinking that it's going to be pretty intimate. Yeah. And that Tuesday felt like a good Saturday. Yeah, nice. So I was like, all right, go ahead, Minneapolis. Nice. Comedy fans. What uh, you were, did you perform? You said you had been to Minnesota before, though. I did House of Comedy. Oh, yeah. Uh, Last year, I believe last year, when uh, during the All Star Game, during the MLBPA All Star Game. Oh, were you yeah. here with uh, Chris? No, did Chris come here and do? Because Chris was here doing some off the bat stuff. Yes, he was down here filming off the bat. I was out in Bloomington doing uh, House of Comedy, there but that's go. a good friend of mine. We've actually gone on tour before. We had a we had a, a tour we did about a year ago called the Salt and Pepper Back Tour. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, that was fun. Damn near ten cities. It was a good time. It's a good friend of mine, man. I just actually talked to him earlier today. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. So, what did you know about uh, any? Anything in like what was in your head going to Minnesota before you got here? Like before I got here, mm-hmm. uh, well, the first time I mean that Mall of America, I wanted to go to the Mall of America since what nineteen ninety two when it first opened. I was like, oh wow, the biggest mall. I want to see what that's about. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I knew it was gonna be well. This was summertime, so I didn't expect the cold. Uh, you know, I wanted to hear the accents. You know, I'm a Fargo fan. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to hear a little bit of that. How accurate is it? Not entirely. It, it, not There's a couple people that fit the profile. Sure. Sometimes you think, are they putting it on for me? But If uh, my mom was here. It would be the real deal. <laughs> yeah. I, got, I see it's the OGs that have the accent. Uh-huh. And then uh, I wanted to try the Juicy Lucy. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think I might have discovered it via, like, dive, you know, Dinah's Drives and Dive, dive whatever. Guy Fieri's joint. Right, right. So I was curious about that Juicy Lucy situation, and that was official. Yeah? That was official. Mm-hmm. And uh, beyond that, I mean, obviously, we went, uh, I had a friend of mine drive me around. Shout out to my homegirl, Beth Gillies. She drove me around down, like, uptown, blasting princes uptown, you know, like a tourist. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I did a little bit of that. I have no shame when I leave New York. I turn into a full-blown tourist. I'm taking pictures of everything. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Not at all. Are you on Instagram? Do you post stuff on there? Yeah, I'm on Instagram, D-Lemon Comedy. Okay. I'm on there. I post. I need to post a little bit more frequently, but when I do it, you know, you can't rush good art. You know what I mean? I don't just throw any type of JPEG so, up there. Yeah, it's, yeah Picasso, well, he didn't do one a day. No, 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 no. Come on. Picasso took his time, <laughs> you know? 
So since you haven't uh, since you haven't been on this podcast before, we do need to do like the uh, how did you get started in comedy uh-huh. story. Okay. So eight, 18 years old, 15 years old, 25 uh, years old. I was 27. 27. 27 years old. I was uh, I was in prison doing a stretch for murder. Nice. And waiting, you know, waiting to see if I get an appeal. <laughs> and it was an open mic. And and be, to be honest, the crowd was warmer than I expected. Uh, they shanked the guy before me, but you know, <laughs> he ran the light. Now I uh, I started back in 2005, and uh, I did. I started back in 2005 at this place called Sal's Comedy Hole okay. in New York City. Sounds classy. Sounds classy. I mean, you know, you know, like uh, cloth table, you know, table uh, cloths. It was amazing. Nah, it was a, it was a, it was a hole. Yeah, it was a hole. It was a good place to start comedy. I love the subterranean comedy clubs. I like it. I like the low ceilings. You know what I mean? I like, like we're here right now. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. this is. It just feels like it's a it's a special moment. It's, it might be some things that are illicit. You know, things that shouldn't be said. Like it just feels like a congregation. The laughs smack off the walls uh-huh. and stuff. It's one of those things. So Sal, kind of like a club where we're hanging out. And not everybody knows about it. Exactly. Yeah? Exactly. It's just a moment with us. Yeah. Don't tell the outside uh-huh. world. You know, this is about us. It's a meeting. Yeah. You know. And uh, so I did that Sal's comedy hall. I was uh I was so nervous and I'm not like I'm not into yoga or anything like that or meditation but for whatever reason I just kept like like I was I guess I was I don't I didn't control my breathing but I was just trying to calm myself down cuz my nerves were just ridiculous. I was nervous about I just hope I don't bomb, I hope I don't bomb. I damn near fell asleep. Like <laughs> I got that relaxed. I've never gotten that real I'm not a yogi or anything. This was just some some real fear based uh meditation i think that's called almost passing out absolute could have been if i was you know i guess since i was seated it didn't get as dramatic as it could have <laughs> yeah. been but uh don't lock your knees yeah exactly exactly so i um i got on stage and i did i i got i think i got a laugh on my first joke and I think my, you know, my jokes hit, you know, obviously in hindsight, the material was whatever. It wasn't terrible, but it, throw it out there tonight. No, 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 no. Unless, unless the fans want it, <laughs> you know, but, uh, it was cool. It was good enough for me to keep going. Yeah. You know, and that became like my first place to do comedy, Sal's Comedy Hole. So shout out to Sal. I think he moved Sal's Comedy Hole to LA last I heard. So I'm not sure if it's still there, but if it is, shout out to that man. <laughs> It's in a hole somewhere. It's in a hole somewhere. You know, there's always. A, um, what were you doing then? What? what you had I a day w- job then? What were you doing? I did. I had a day job. I used to work for a mag. I used to work for Vibe magazine, and I was um I was there for about six years. I'd worked everything from uh, ad relate like uh, mapping the magazine where you put the ads and stuff like that. Ad coordinator. Then uh, I moved into. Isn't artists. that all magazines are these days? Are ads? If I mean, if they're worth their salt, if they're still around, they need to have some ads. <laughs> That's why magazines are barely, with, you know, barely standing because yeah. the ad dollars are done. But I used to do that. Then I did uh, artist relations, so I worked with a bunch of you know rappers and singers on their way up. You know, I got to see Ti on his way up, Kanye on his way up, which was a really glamorous, fun job. 
But in the back of my mind, you know, I'd always been funny and people knew me to be funny. So in the back of my mind, I had that inkling to try stand up. Yeah. And it was subsided because I had a cool job, but I was still kind of in the mix and, you know. The funny guy at work, too. The funny guy. Oh, I was a cubicle comedian. I would kill. Uh, yeah. I would kill a conference call. <laughs> but finally, um, you know, I went on stage and. And that was that. So my job, the recession hit in 2007. I was laid off and I just kept doing stand up. You know, I just kept doing stand up and kept grinding. I wasn't making real money at all. I had odd jobs here and there just to kind of help out, pay the rent. You know, I had to I actually had to move back in with my sister for a bit. Then me and my lady were, you know, she was holding me down, and then <laughs> what? Yeah, it was real. But it was I was I was out. You know, she was she was holding down the rent. You know, she had a job. Yeah. She believed in me. You know, shout out to her. It was definitely some times we got, you know, got uh, where the, the patience was like, well, what's going on? Yeah. You know, because the thing about comedy is, it takes a minute to 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 really get paid consistently mm -hmm. you know and you could feel a whole lot of momentum you know but it's not it's not uh manifested in money it's mm -hmm. more about just heat <laughs> got a lot of heat that you gotta explain to someone that's waiting on uh contribution for the rent yeah you like yo for the actual heat exactly the actual heat yeah because right now we need to really so, right now we got the stove open exactly exactly that's y'all do that out here that was a that was a project thing we used to do that just crack the stove open and let it heat the whole apartment i grew up in the city man oh okay yeah all right so you know what it is mm -hmm. but um and then finally i remember i was about to get a job as a security guard it was during the holiday season this was an outdoor security guard this wasn't like a in the in macy's and no shit like that it was out part it was outside in the cold it was a connection that i got a friend of a friend friend of the family was connected in the security guard bureau or whatever so i kind of got skipped ahead to where I didn't have to do a long process. It's a long process to be a security guard, but they kind of passed me through. I paid to get my license. I got my, my outfit. I paid for all of that. And then I got an audition to be in Spider-Man. <laughs> and I did that audition, and they called me back. And whew, that helped me because then I had a little bit of money, just a tiny bit of money to hold off on the security guard thing. Okay. And then shortly after that, guy code came, and that's when I started eating off of comedy. Started making a couple dollars. Okay, okay. And then um, that was the beginning, you know. And and from there, just getting on the road, touring. You know, I used to back when I first, you know, not first started, but uh. My early road stuff, I used to feature for um, Hannibal Burris, nice. who's a good friend of mine. Okay. And uh, he, you know, he brought me in front of great crowds, you know, which kind of helped compound the heat. Sure. You know what I mean? And then, so I learned, I learned how to, you know, just to, to uh, I learned how to headline by watching him. You've seen, okay, so that's how you structure your set. This is how, you know. Yeah. Because you really, comedy is one of those things, stand-up is one of those things that is very, tri it's trial and error. And... Until you do things, they could become, they could, I don't want to say intimidating, but they could just seem so, you can't even fathom it. You know, you talk about your time in comedy by minutes. You'd be like, oh, I got a good five. Uh -huh. I got a mean ten. I got a mean ten. I might have four for late night. I got, okay, I'm trying to get a half an hour so I can feature. And, you know, and then when it's like, oh, shit, I got a, I got a headline. You got to really learn how to put the set together. Yeah. And I, I got to see that firsthand watching him, and that was great. 
And, uh, you know, when the guy code thing started, I was doing a bunch of colleges and, okay. and started to headline. And, you know, I got my feet about it. And here we are. Where's the security uniform uniform now? Oh, you know what? I'm actually in negotiations with the Smithsonian to, uh, you know, to, uh, to, to have it, uh, you know, preserved and there. There's another wing of just irrelevant things that no <laughs> one even talks about. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> it, I, it would make. You, did you ever bust it up for a Halloween costume? I did. I mean, you know what? I don't even think I picked it up. Oh. I paid think and never picked it up. I paid for my license. I might still be a licensed security guard right now, so I should at least. You might have a paycheck for training. I could. So you could go I pick could. up. I might go check into that. <laughs> I might check into that. But yeah, I'm glad I didn't. The the security guard outfit was terrible. It was very Captain Crunch. Had big epaulets. Oh no! It was, oh, it was no. Oh, it was terrible. What what was the level of? Um like there's no gun. No, no, no a gun. Baton? May I don't even know if mace? it was a baton. Maybe no mace. I'm pretty sure it was no mace. It might have been walkie-talkie. Might have been just a good walkie-talkie, <laughs> a good walkie-talkie, and hopefully the goodwill of those around you. <laughs> right. Help! I need help. Yeah. Security needs your hand. <laughs> You know, where the hell's nine one one? Exactly. Yeah. When I was in, uh, this just made me think of this. My buddy uh, Mike, when we were in college, we used to see. We were up in Duluth, Minnesota, and there were these cars that would drive around that said Metro Police. Mm-hmm. He was convinced forever that they were like some uh, level of security uh-huh. of law enforcement higher uh-huh. than the local police, uh-huh. higher than state patrols. Exactly. Like Blackwater. Yeah. Something. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, no. Not They're at all. rental cops. Top flight security. <laughs> no. Yeah. Probably, did they have a gun at least? I doubt it. Oh, wow. I, but they had, they had patrol cars. Okay, well, that's patrol cool. Patrol cars. You know. That's better than being on foot. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Oh, man. We're, uh, so were you around when, you, since you brought up Hannibal, were you around when he was started doing the Bill Cosby? Outing Bill Cosby? No. No, 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 no. We, I had to stop. We're, um, I was kind of out doing my own thing. But, uh... I was I was around to hear the the you know the blowback, you know what I mean. I remember, you know, it was so funny that whole incident was. It was interesting for a couple reasons. One, it was a throwaway joke. You know, it's one of those things that when you're in somebody's town, you know, like uh, where we in we in Minneapolis, the Kirby Puckett play for the you know play for the twin. Like if I said some slick shit about Kirby Puckett, because I knew it would resonate here. He was in Philly, and I think he just said something slick about Bill Cosby. It was very like a throwaway line. Okay, okay. and it just picked up so much steam because. I guess these allegations had been really lingering. Yeah. It, 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 it made people go Google and start writing think pieces and, you know, shit. Yeah. It turned into a whole lot. It, the whack thing about it, it's, 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 it's blown over now, but the whack thing about it was it introduced Hannibal to a lot of people in a way that, you know, it, like it, it kind of undermined his comedic ability. Okay, people yeah. were like, "Oh, he's famous because he he outed Bill Cosby." Like, nah, that cat is hilarious. Yeah, he was he's, already yeah, he's around already, being funny. Yeah, he yeah. might have had almost three hours of material in the world by then. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that was kind of whack, but you know, he had fun with it. You know what I'm saying? It was it was cool. It was an interesting moment, and I was eh, that was that whole Bill Cosby thing. It, eh, it's just it was a sad thing to see. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. It takes some balls to go up a. <laughs> Go up on a stage in Philly and <laughs> yeah, 
But that's what you do it for sometimes. That's what comedy is about. Like just like just taking risks. And, uh-huh. and 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 you know. Do you do that though? Do you throw uh, uh try to get a local reference in? Sometimes. Yeah. If it you know, not to panda. You know what I mean? Like if it's Yeah, I like to have a little local just to let you know I, I've I'm watching. I'm paying attention because yeah. that's what I. That's kind of what I like to do when they, you know, when the the comedy gods dispatch me to various cities in the world. I just go out and I observe and I, say, I try to take it in and I report back what I've been what I've been doing. Yeah, you know, or what I what my like what my expectations were about the city and things of that nature. Just like you know, Prince. Is one of the biggest things that I know about Minneapolis. Yeah. You know? And shit, there's so many different things to say. I got in the car today to drive over here in 1999 was on. Come on. Come on. Mm hmm. And I started thinking, we used to, that song came out and it was so far in the future. Yeah. And now it's so far in the past. It's like watching the Jetsons uh, rerun. (laughs) It's crazy. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. So I asked you uh, before we started recording if you ever searched your own name on Amazon. No. You said no. Mm -mm. And I have. Uh-oh. Damien Lemon. Uh, Let me remind you, that's your name. Yeah, it and is. And everyone else. And I'm going to show this to you. I did a, uh, a screen grab of here. So I put Damien Lemon. And before any of, like, you did, I got a half hour, uh-huh. you did some other some other TV shows you've been on, the uh-huh. first thing that comes up is a lemon-colored shirt wow. for Damien. Wow. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. And my merch guy is really, he's learned SEO. <laughs> he's really like, he don't have my logo on here, but uh, you know, a good plain lemon shirt <laughs> is uh is what It says the product description. Shirt for name Damien. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I might I, have to send my lawyers. You ought to get some sort of tie into this. I think so. I think so. That's what I'm saying. All right. That's that's hilarious though. Mm hmm. How did you and you brought this up too already, uh Spider Man. Yeah. How how just an audition. It yeah. was just through strength off. It was just off the audition. I auditioned, and I auditioned with the director Mark Webb. So we were just sitting down, just like you and I, were going over the lines. And I guess I had a good read, and he was like, "You want to improv something? Like, improv." It just was a cool meeting. You know, felt good. I didn't know it was Spider Man going in. They had it under something like Fiona's Tale or something like that, and which was for better reason because I mean Fiona's Tale. I think I was like, if I get it, I get it. It is what it is. I'm not looking to be in whoever. You know? Right, right. So when I found out it was Spider Man, I was happy that I found out. Like I didn't have enough time to obsess about it mm-hmm. and, and get weirded out or anything like that. And it was just a good audition, and they had me, and that was they 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 called me, and I, it was great. And this is the Spider-Man because there's so many. Yeah. This is with Andrew Garfield. Right? This was the one with, uh, yeah, Andrew Garfield. Was it the one with Andrew Garfield? Who was the guy before Andrew Garfield? Uh, to- Toby? No, it wasn't no, Toby. It no. was Andrew Garfield. It was Andrew Garfield. It was the one Emma with... Emma uh, Stone? Emma Stone was in there. Dennis Leary. This was the one right before the one with Jamie Foxx. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was fun. It was a great time. You know, got to drive a cab. Which was surreal because it's hard for me to catch a cab, so I got to drive a, <laughs> uh, drive a cab in a in a good old New York City, and it was fun. It was one of those things I didn't tell anybody about it because it was it was one of those scenes that it, to me felt like they could that could go on the cutting room floor. Sure, you know, it's like ah, the cab driver, he's so integral to the plot. <laughs> so I didn't tell anybody. I just and I went to the I went to the preview. 
And I was just as surprised as everyone else when I actually made the film. I said, oh, wow. You know, I made so the film. So you went to like the big red carpet preview? That oh, it was the big one. Yeah. It was one of the, maybe a regional red carpet. It oh. was decent. It was a decent. <laughs> I was sitting next to Gail King and uh, Corey Booker. Oh. So, you know. There I mean, you, go. you know what I mean? So that was cool. And uh, me and my lady went. <laughs> And it was it was good. It was it was flying. And then, you know, for about a week, two weeks, I had friends hit me out the Yo, you in Spider Man. Oh and that was the fun part of it all. Yeah. You know, like just that discovery. Sure. Mm-hmm. Did you get any uh cool uh souvenirs? I got a couple things. We went to like they had a little after party for it. So there was a bunch of like little Spider Man toys just thrown around like you just take if you want. So I took a bunch of Spider Man toys. Right. Exactly. Right. A T shirt, a Spider Man T shirt which I have yet to wear. Might send that to the Smithsonian. There you, so, go. you know, come on. Uh <laughs> and that me? was it. Yeah, remember? You know? You know, it's part of the arc. It's part of the arc. It's a security guard uniform, but then nah. <laughs> All these uniforms I've exact- never worn. Exactly. <laughs> nope. Not that either. So it was cool. Here's some food I didn't eat. Absolutely yeah. <laughs> I just want you to want you to understand my life. Well, that's I. Uh, that's pretty cool. Is there any other movies? I just shot a movie in D.C. called Secrets, and uh, it's an independent film, and okay. hopefully it'll be coming out soon. Directed by Jawan Lee, written by a guy named Jamal Hill, and uh, yeah, it was it was fun. I was out in D.C. for ten days, about about May last month, top of maybe the top of December. I was just in D.C. for what kind of role? What? Comic relief, just a funny guy, like one of the was like one of the friends. It's a it's a story about obviously some type of deception, secrets, you know. Uh, so secrets, exactly. And uh, so it's a guy who has his friends. I play a guy named Tweet, and uh, shout out to Twitter. And uh, I'm just like a funny dude. I pop up in a few scenes, and I just you know I just say something slick here and bug yeah. out. Yeah. And it was it was fun, you know. I'm starting to to get that acting bug. And I want to become. A, I want to start taking some acting lessons. Oh, just so I could feel a little bit more confident about. You never have. No, 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 no. I just, uh, just come from within. I just bring it from the essence. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, no, I kind of want to have a little bit of, just a little bit, because there's so much, so much uh, expectation when it's on you, when it's time for you, because you, you're on a set. There's a bunch of people all over, and it's action. Yeah. And you need to nail this. You need to nail this quickly so we can move on. And you feel that pressure. Now, you how know? different is, uh, like, you know, you're talking about maybe taking a class. Yeah. How different is acting than what you do on that TV show, Guy Code? Oh, Guy you're Code. in front of a camera? Yeah. Around? But you're, you're saying what you wrote. These are things. These are your own opinions and things like that. So it's not, I didn't write my, you know, I didn't write the dialogue for Secrets. I just had to deliver it. So... There's that as a comedian where you're looking at the line and you're like, is this funny when I say it like this? And uh-huh. you know what I mean? So there's that. Uh, and then also, acting takes acting. Guy Code, I just myself. Yeah. Acting takes real acting. Like, there's parts of the, the movie that I was in, it gets tense. Like, there's a couple scenes I got to break up a fight and it's tense on set. Yeah. And just the natural inclination of a comic is when it gets tense, let's break the tension with a joke. Yeah. That's the kind of your default. But no, you have to stay in this moment. You know what I mean? Like stay in the moment for the tone of the scene. So that was that was something new to learn. I had a good time though. Yeah. When's the first uh, Damien Lemon love scene coming in the movie? Oh man, I did one on Guy Code. Yeah, I did a love scene on Guy Code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think uh, I think I ejaculated pretty fast in the love scene. <laughs> 
It was uh, it was uh, some vignettes called "Damn Shame," oh, and okay. uh, that was one of those moments. I don't know if I went too fast; I just couldn't get it up. But either way, it wasn't. It was. It won't be. It won't be part of my Smithsonian uh, exhibition. <laughs> that'll be something that I'll kind of. Okay. That'll be an unauthorized. Uh, that's all, that's in a shack out back. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, um, and then we, you do your own podcast. I do. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk well, about that. Yeah, I got a podcast with two other guys, uh, a friend of mine, Vladimir Camano, who's also a fellow comedian, who's who's popping right now, he's doing his thing, uh, and then a good friend of mine, Ali Muhammad, who is a, uh, I call him a professional storyteller, you know, like he's he's just great at putting things in context, and you know, he does these videos, and the three of us, these are people that I talk to often enough, like we just have these weird conversations that go out on tangents and we just you know just good energy between the three of us and i'd always wanted to do some sort of podcast and i was like yo let's get something together so we created in the conversation and it comes out every wednesday you know we've been doing it this is us we have 76 episodes in nice. so we've been going for a minute man I, and i'm uh, i'm proud of it so y'all check it out in the conversation who do you uh do you do like when you show up to for a recording do you bring anything like we're going to talk about this yeah we do we have topics we'll do like a topic email we get like we each pitch at least three topics so that it's not even that we have to talk about those things it's just that we got a a reservoir of things to pull from because early on before we were doing that we would we would think it would be just purely off a conversation these conversations are hit a low like ah you know it's famous i'd be like all right uh what else is going on? So it was a lot of that. That was uh, my transition. Oh, shit. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. How much time we got left? You know, one of those. Uh-huh. That's why I got my sheet here. Absolutely. I like it. I uh-huh. like what you're doing. Yeah. I got I got pages for everybody going uh-huh. all the way back. Unfortunately, actually, I lost my notebook that uh-huh. has like 60-some guests in it. Damn. With all my shit. Uh-huh. And it's... In my house somewhere. Oh, it's in the house. Okay, I somewhere. thought you lost it in the world somewhere. I don't know. Uh-oh. I think it's in the house. Okay. I don't know. But, of course, I jinxed myself because, like, the last time I remember seeing it, I was like, you know how much history? I'm going to yeah. love looking back on this oh, someday. I was man. telling my wife that. Like, yeah. I'm going to look back at this and be like, oh, look. You at think it. your wife actually sabotaged it? <laughs> you think, yeah. So she doesn't have to hear about it anymore. All right, it's enough. <laughs> Stop talking about that it's fucking enough. podcast. It's enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad enough you take me there. Uh, no. No, oh, that's funny. I never looked into that. Yeah, you got to check it out. That, that could be. You all, um, so you on your podcast, I didn't, I was telling you, I listened to a, a, a bit of one uh-huh. this morning. Yeah. I didn't get to a part, and I saw this in the little subject thing that I think you guys brought up something I want to ask you about, the uh, that lifetime contract that LeBron signed. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We talked about that. We, uh. We talked about that. We kind of speculated how much money it could have been. Then we were like, uh, how much money would it take for you to wear the same sneaker for the rest of your life? Okay. <laughs> and our figures were quite low. You know, we're, we're not, I'm sure we don't have the leverage that LeBron has. Yeah. Are you I'll, wearing Jordans right now? I'm wearing some Jordans right now, and I'm making sure I keep them clean because I need people in New York to still, you know, appreciate these. <laughs> uh, but, uh, no, we were just... We were just uh, we was just talking shit. My man Ali was like, "I twenty five hundred a week. That's all I need. I wear the same thing forever." So that was really what we talked about because we didn't know what what he got paid, but it was just like, "Wow, a lifetime contract." I think this is the first lifetime contract there's ever been. Yeah, you know, and it's 
Did you look at it this way? How about this? And I'm asking you this. Go ahead. Is there something that, a product that you could do, not shoes, something Uh other than shoes that you'd be willing to do a lifetime contract with? A lifetime contract with a product. Yeah. Who? Swedish fish, maybe. (laughs) Uh, Gummies. Gummies, you know. uh, All horrible things. Ramen. You know, things that I've weathered the storm with. I've kind of... I've kind of grown to appreciate those little staples. Uh, I would love to have a lifetime contract with Apple products. Oh. I feel like every, I feel like they're always on the fritz for me. You know, because this probably the Apple things are probably some of the most expensive things that you can buy. You know, and when it costs as much as it costs, you expect it to not give you just these bugged out type of thing. I oh, I've seen to have bad luck with Apple products over the last couple of years. So okay. if I had a contract to where I could just throw my laptop against the wall out of frustration and have a fresh one sent to me <laughs> that would be great yeah what about you always have the brand new uh iphone of course i yeah. have the seven when yeah. everyone's walking around with a six how about me boy i don't know um ham sandwiches Ooh. okay i think i could eat one of those every day ham sandwich yeah on what a here roll or here i am for ham sandwiches there you go here i am for ham sandwich i like that <laughs> here i am i like that <laughs> On a croissant, maybe one day. On a day. croissant, fancy. Yeah. Fancy, fancy. And maybe on a bagel the next okay, day. Okay, all right. Yeah. That's very... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, maybe. I saw that you... Uh, I watched a short video you were on about... Uh, you are a bit of a shoe collector. A little bit. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I like... I don't say a collector. I just like buying sneakers. You know, I like buying sneakers. I buy more sneakers than probably the average white man. You know what I mean? So it makes it's like black. A lot of black cats. We just you know. I don't say a lot of black, but cats growing up, especially in the hip hop culture, sneakers are a big deal. You know, I, I I made the point that it's the closest thing to a car for a pedestrian. You know, like mm-hmm. if you're gonna be on foot, then at least be clean mm-hmm. when you show up. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't really. I don't typically archive them. Like, there's a difference. They got sneaker collectors and yeah. sneaker heads that yeah, are... Yeah, Johnny Beaner is a comic. He was here a okay. month or so ago. He has, a like, a storage... Yeah, I can't afford to do all that. Where he takes them out and looks at them, uh-huh. closes it back up, yeah. puts it away. Yeah, yeah, I don't do that. I used to I used to try to store but once I store them, I forget them, just like anything else. So, you know, it's one of those things. I wear them to death, kill them, get some new joints, and, and just... That's it. Just a nice, yeah. nice, fresh pair of sneakers. Makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. If you can afford it. If you could afford them. I mean, ball on your level. You know, like this. <laughs> there's a fresh pair for everyone. You yeah. know, maybe you just get you a fresh pair of Converse Chucks. Yeah. But keep them crispy. Uh-huh. You know? If you wanted Nikes back in the day, you could only get uh, British Knights. Yeah. You know, that's what you had to rock. Yeah, you had to appreciate them. Had <laughs> to appreciate them. Are you ready for uh, Christmas? I guess. You know, the weather has got you feeling like this is not really the holiday season. It's about 60 degrees in New York, so it doesn't even it doesn't even feel like Christmas. No, and we've been getting rain here. Yeah, I see. It's yeah. cold out here, though. Y'all kind of still keep it with the, the winter climate. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess I haven't done any shopping. None. Nah, that's, the, that's what I hate most about Christmas is running around. I'm very last, man. I'm procrastinator with things like that, so... I'm going to try to do some online shopping, hopefully, in these next couple of days and see what's what. You? You ready? Uh, I spent a lot of money on my kids already. Uh-oh. Got my dad a gift. That's but, dope. Uh, you know, not, not, not finished. Okay. Not finished. I just realized yesterday that um, 
that I have my kids on on Christmas because uh-huh. I thought I'm uh, divorced. Okay. Uh, not only am I remarried, but I'm also divorced. Oh. So uh, I have two daughters, and I thought for sure I didn't have them this year, but then I checked our divorce decree, and I do have them on Christmas. <laughs> oh, well, there you I just go. found that out yesterday. Yeah, Christmas miracle. Yes, <laughs> <It's> Christmas miracle. <laughs> I like so checking the dec- divorce decree. <laughs> that sounds like a name of a podcast, the divorce decree. <laughs> but um, It should be. It should be. <laughs> You know, I'm putting that out to to the universe. Yeah, you're right. It should yeah. be. So uh, yeah, I'm going to be dragging them around to three different uh, Christmas. Festivals. Are those your only like, children? Or yeah. do you, okay. Yep. How old are they? Nine and seven. Two okay. daughters. Yep. Uh, uh, did they hit you with a list early or? Yeah. In fact, you know what I did? I gave them the. Uh, they have like a gift guide thing yeah. from Target. Okay. Yeah, it pretty it's, much has like all the toys and electronics yeah. and stuff. Yeah. They get carried away to the point where, like, the pages that have electronics, uh-huh. they basically, I don't even think they look. They just circle, circle everything. everything. Yeah. They, my daughter cir- circled cases for an iPhone. Wow. She doesn't have an iPhone. Cases. Yeah, exactly. Cases. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't think you're really paying attention here. No, nah, I think you just like circling. With this. <laughs> I'm going to get you a book. I'm gonna I used to do that. Circling. Back in the day, they used to have, like, the Sears catalog. Oh. Fix Sears. Remember that? Hell yeah. You just go through the whole thing and, and get maybe two things after you circled everything. Like, right. <laughs> I didn't circle this, but okay, I'm appreciative, I guess. Well, I remember the problem was, like, in my family, is most of my relatives lived... You know, like two hours out of the Twin Cities here, uh-huh. so they had a hard. Like, I, sure, I could circle all the stuff I wanted. Yeah, they have no access to it. Yeah, no, they weren't ordering online. That didn't mm, exist. Not at all. There was no J.C. Penney or mm. Sears down the street. <laughs> no. You got to get some down the streets. Yeah, yeah. Unless they had it at the grocery store. That's funny. I don't, I don't think it was happening. I don't think it was happening at all. Are you? Um, this is a this is a huge week here. Not only is Damian Lemon at Acme, uh-huh. but over in the movie theaters. Star Wars. Yeah. 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 I could care less. Really? I totally could care less. I mean, yeah. I almost feel guilty for how disconnected I am to the whole thing. I mean, it doesn't, it, no, it doesn't do anything for me. I saw, I think I saw the three most important ones, you know, Jedi, Empire, and Star Wars, but I couldn't, I don't really remember much about them. I know it was, I I liked them. I liked them, but I wasn't a fanatic. You know, because you must not. No one was buying you the toys, huh? I had a couple of the toys. I thought the toys were actually better than the movie. Maybe the toys were cool. I think I had a little stormtrooper or something like you know, were cool. But a friend of mine, Nori Davis, another comic, he tweeted. I think today, and I retweeted because I agree. He says all of the Star Wars. Re- I'd rather see Mel. Um, I'd rather see Mel Brooks do a Spaceballs remake. Because I, I thought that. Spaceballs was fucking hilarious. Loved it. Yes, it yes. was great. I love. I remember that. Like <laughs> I would, I would be in line to see that. Me the Schwartz be with exactly. <laughs> when they comb in the desert, the dude got the pick. Got the pick. <laughs> we ain't finished. <laughs> oh man, that's my thing. We're going to ludic- ludicrous speed. Yeah, no, no, that was it. I, I was always about that. Yeah, it might be more quotable. That's for sure. Absolutely. I see I your Schwartz is as big as mine. Yeah. See, look at that. <laughs> Here's some. This was I was going uh, on Facebook this morning. These they came in right in order here. It's funny how these things you know match uh-huh. up here. One guy, uh, one of my Facebook friends, his his was. Uh, I'm already sick of Star Wars. Sorry. Right below that, if anyone needs me, just email. I'm off Facebook until I see Star Wars. Uh-huh. Complete opposites. Uh huh. Yeah. Complete opposites. Yeah. Now nah, it's definitely either you with it or you're not, and it's. There's no casual Star Wars fans this week. It's either you got to go all out. Yeah. Yeah. And I got to say, even I'm 
sick of the i mean it's too much it's a lot if i'm i hear a song come on uh on tv and it's like the one of these star wars songs everybody's familiar with i look up and it's a commercial for a truck yeah like, you mother you're yeah. me I they, don't, they're pimping nostalgia i don't want you know come on yeah either make it a real commercial or use a different song Ex- yeah don't pull me in don't play with my emotions right to sell your chevys right <laughs> i hope it's not chevys i hope we got it wrong okay well, you hope it's Wrangler? <laughs> or you just hope it's actually... I just hope it's... Because then that means I wasn't paying attention. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you were... Uh, where else you... The year's almost over. Yeah. What's coming up next year? What do I have next year? It's not much on the book. I mean, a couple colleges. Uh, what do we have? You like going? doing colleges still? Yeah. They're all right. They're all right. It, it, you Good know, pay? The pay is amazing. That's what you love. That's I mean, to be honest with you, the pay is what the what the thing is. Uh, the the attention span is a little is shorter than short. Is it? I, I, I watched an interview you did, and you talked about it. Doesn't uh, you were asked something about uh, which crowds are the best, and you're like, I just want their attention. Yeah, yeah. I just want you to pay attention to me. Be locked in. Yeah. You know, and then I'll do the rest. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, college crowds, it's really they're hype. Their excitement is almost unparalleled for that first five minutes. Ah! And then you see them, like, trying to you Snapchat you or video you. You got to shut that down. And then they get very much excited at the end when they all take photos for Instagram. Yeah. You know, because that's really what it is. If it didn't wind up on social media, it didn't happen. Right. So. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have... Uh I know, I know comics have a lot of different opinions on working um, New Year's Eve. I don't do it. You don't do it? No, nah, just a lot. I'm in New York, and it's, you don't even, like, either, I'm not a big New Year's Eve dude like that. I barely, I barely go, I used to call it amateur night. Because I felt like the oh, night yeah. that everybody that doesn't go out goes out that night. So it's ridiculous out there, and then. Like, the New Year's Eve crowd is not really there for comedy. It's just something to do to bring in the New Year. Mm -hmm. So, again, we kind of got a distracted audience. The pay is pretty good on New Year's Eve because they know they got to bring you out. But I I typically stay in the house. I like to to bring in the New Year chill. Like, feeling... I don't want to have to... I don't want to have to deal with a heckler yeah. on my way into 2016. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I mean, security escorting somebody out who's a heated thing. Yeah. yeah. That could be a bad omen for me. Yeah, it'd be a really bad thing. I believe in stuff like that. I, uh, when I, going back to when I said I searched your name on Amazon, the reason I did that uh-huh. is because I paid $2.99 oh. to watch your half hour. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. So, uh-huh. do you, can I have that back? Oh, <laughs> Hilarious! <laughs> what? I think it was no, undervalued. I, I really feel like it should have been at least sixty nine ninety. Yeah, actually, I was wondering like how. Where do I send the extra money? That thank I feel you. It was yeah, worth. come yeah. on. <laughs> nah, but no, it's very funny, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate. You I hadn't seen it. Out. it. I had not seen Thanks it. Thanks so. a lot, man. It was a good time. I had fun. And it's that great. was like filmed about a year and a half now. About a year and a half. Yeah, two thousand thirteen, maybe. Oh, so I two guess. years. Maybe. It wasn't his last round of halves. It was the round before. Yeah. So season. I want to say season. It was season three. I season three. That. Okay. Season yeah. three. Yeah. And it was filmed in Boston. It was filmed in Boston. Your at choice? The Royal Theater. No. 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 That was my first time. Uh, no, it wasn't. I was gonna say it was my first time doing comedy in Boston, but uh, nah, it was cool. It was just where everyone they filmed it at first. 
I was even a little like, oh, I'm a New Yorker going to Boston. I hope they don't get on the, you know, Boston bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Right. But uh, they were a great crowd. It was warm. It was cool. I think by the second half of my set, I kind of got comfortable, you know? Yeah. Because in the beginning, I was just like, I just, I want everything to, you know, to hit right, you know, overthinking it or whatever. But I got into a groove. I had a good time. Did you watch it the first night it was on? Yeah. You know what's so funny? Oh, that's crazy. That is the... Uh, I didn't see it when it came on. This is the wild thing. I was actually in Minnesota when it came. I was I was here. Now I remember it, it debuted July 11th. I want to say it was 2014. Probably, right? Maybe. No. No, 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 no. It was 2013, I guess. Okay. July 11th, 2013. Yeah, because we toured after that. July 11th, 2013. And uh, I was in uh, I was at House of Comedy playing... Doing my show, doing a late show while my half hour was playing. So when I got off, I had a bunch of tweets and, and messages. So that was cool because I wasn't I wasn't there to watch it in the moment and and, and agonize about ah, I should have said that. I wish I had hit that, you know. It was by the time it had aired, it was over and then the people were hitting me and they were, the people enjoyed it, so it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. How do people uh they come to your shows, what do they bring up more? Guy code or is that the most popular thing? Probably Is that what brings people out? Guy Code brings a lot of people out Some people come out off the strength of the um, the podcast Good Every so often you catch a few people that have seen uh, the half hour uh, And uh, yeah, those are probably the Those are probably the biggest things Yeah, 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 yeah. Guy Code is probably by far what uh, most people know me by And you've been doing like five seasons of that? I did all, I did all five seasons They may come back, I'm not sure But oh, I did okay. I did five seasons It was great, it was cool I had a great, great time It was fun You know uh, You know, going into it You hear something like Geico You think it's going to be very bro-y And things like that And, and it wasn't For me it wasn't I got to be myself I had to, you know This was probably the first talking head thing That I had never done Okay and I was kind of already in the mindset that I hope they don't, you don't have to be too quippy. You know, we watch those as a soundbite, soundbite. And they cut it in a way that's very true to how you really deliver. Because that was one of my things. Like, I don't want you to see me on guy code and then come see me doing stand-up. And it's a disconnect. You know okay. what I'm saying? So, I really dug it. You know, shout out to everybody over there. Ryan Lane created it. You know, it's a, it's a, it was a good moment. It was a good moment. I had fun with it. Did chicks watch that show? They do. You'd be surprised. Yeah. yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, because they, you know, they a lot of them say they' trying to learn. You know, like it's interesting. I think, and this is a generalization, but I think women desire to figure men out more than men do. Try to figure women out. Like I think hmm. men feel like ah. I, I don't get it. You know what I mean? Like I know what that is. It's uh, it's too complicated. It's too I'm com never gonna figure. Yeah, it out. it's like um, you know, if it happens, it happens. You know, most times when things happen with a woman, that it's still kind of unbelievable. It's like wow. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's like the it's like the David Tyree catch in the 2007. <laughs> You're like whoa. You know, I got that. Yeah, but women, you know, even if you look at Cosmo, there's always like ten things on how to please your man and da 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 da. Like they, we don't. It's not a lot of that targeted towards guys. Yeah, like, yeah, women. Huh? I'm still confused. Yeah, yeah. You know, That's old guy code MTV two. Old guy code MTV two. Yeah, I don't even know what else is on MTV two. Uh, they got a couple of things over there. Uncommon sense. I did a show in there called Not Exactly News. Oh yeah, I read about that. What? Yeah, uh, me was it just a one-time thing? 
Yeah, well, it did. It's now coming back. Oh, so, yeah, it was a one-time thing, one and done, a limited edition. Yeah, there you go. TV show, as I call it. <laughs> uh, it was me, Matthew Broussard, who was going to be here, in a, I think next month. Yeah, and uh, uh, David Ebert and Julia Kelly. It was fun. It was cool. It was uh, what I thought about it. It was one of those shows, like an internet clip show. You know, you've seen a bunch of them, Daniel Tosh, Ridiculous List. But how they flipped it was they treated the the internet foolishness as news. As real. Yeah, so it played on two different platforms. It was like a fake local news show and then a little internet clip show. And I thought it was cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a, that sounds all right. Yeah, man. I got, uh, I think, one more thing I'm going to bring up to you here. Uh-oh. I, um, and this is funny because I was looking through stuff. Uh-huh. And then, and then you kind of brought this stuff up on your uh, on your half hour special, and What's I'll that? tell you what it's about about sexting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. dick pics. Yeah, dick pics. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, uh, this site I was looking at. They had uh, some new stats about sexting. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give these to you, and I want your opinion on them. Go ahead. All right. Twenty seven percent of people have sent a nude photo to someone they've never met in real life. Wow. I would imagine it could even be higher than that. It I feel like that's the opening that's how guys say hello now. You know? That's the that's the new way. That's the as I call it that's the ultimate emoji. You know? <laughs> just just put that dick in the world. <laughs> I like this one. Twelve percent have accidentally sexted the wrong person. Wow. Yeah, I can see that too. Yeah. I can see that too. No can... no personal experience. Nah, my nah. dick is a live act. You know? <laughs> I don't do too much propaganda. I like you to see it up closer because I want to. I want to be in the room when you, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. I can't argue that. Yeah, come on. Oh, here's right what you said. Twenty nine percent have used emojis when they sexed. You know, like the eggplants. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. I just learned like uh, I just learned about that whole eggplant thing. Yeah. Yeah. What? Just the eggplant emoji? Yeah. Or just, yeah. Yeah. I can't see white. I can't use that though, right? No, you can use it because we're not purple. <laughs> you can use that. You might actually have more of a purple joint than we do. You know what I mean? Yeah, the eggplant is designed for the white penis. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> this one is actually makes me sad. Thirty-three percent have recycled the same nude photo and sent it to more than one person. Oh, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised either. On either side of the, the gender, you know, like you get a good photo, you got to say it's a headshot. You know, like I, you got to say you got to put your best dick forward. You know, you don't want to. You know, if you've been if you've been doing well with this particular shot, yeah, come on, <laughs> it's a material, right? What are you going? It's like the uh, when I'll see the um, the the pictures out here by the door. Yeah, like he hasn't looked like that for yeah. twenty years. But it's a good head. picture. It's a great picture. He's Not a- you, Damien. No, exactly. But it was a great picture, though. Fifty-three <laughs> yeah. percent uh, have gotten a naked photo they didn't want. Well, I would say that's. I'm surprised that's not a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I think. Yeah. Have and, you been sexted? Uh, yes. Really? Yes. Unsolicited or? Uh, well, as uh, you know, a married man. Yeah, yeah. Mm-mm, mm-mm, there was some time in between there. Okay, yeah. between first and exactly and, uh, yeah. intermission, mm-hmm. as we call it. Yes, yeah. there was an intermission. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But this last one here, like it says, uh, one out of five <laughs> people have a naked picture of themselves on their phone right now. Oh yeah, I can honestly say I don't. Yeah, I don't no. do that. Nah, no, nah. I no. can't. Nah, I'm not into it. No, uh. no. But my when we were 
first dating, the woman who's now my wife found a picture of a different woman naked on one of my old phones. Oh, well, that, you know, again, you were out there just trying to, you know, get you transition. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, these things happen. How'd she find it? You just left your phone open? Or it came at while you were with her? Did it... Uh, was it delivered? I think the phone was sitting out and she uh, got curious. Uh, well, that's on her. Right? That's on her. No, no, no. You can't. You, you, you're you good. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. you <laughs> it is. Hey, listen. I'm going with that ruling. Jump in a man's phone. You might, you know. If that ever comes up again, I'm going with what you just said. Guy code. Mm-hmm. Guy code, exactly. All right. Anything else we should mention here, Damien? Or? Uh, nah. You're going to be here all the rest of the week at Acme. This yep. will will be out today. Okay. We'll hear this today. Dope, dope, yep. dope, dope. Yeah, come on out to the shows, man. We're here till Saturday night. We're trying to have a great time. Uh, thanks for having me. Are you selling anything at the shows? Or? Nah, no, no, no. Just these jokes. Just these jokes. That's it. That's just these jokes. And that's it. I'm just kicking it. But then you'll be out for the... Uh for the pictures afterwards, right? I'll be out here taking out? photos. I, I kick it by the bar. If y'all want to take photos, I'm I'm open. I want to meet the people that come out to see me. Yeah, so good. I'm with that. Good, good. And uh, yeah, follow me, D Lemon Comedy on Instagram, on Twitter, uh, Facebook, D Lemon Comedy. And there it is. And the podcast. And the podcast in the conversation. That's on iTunes and SoundCloud. Perfect. Thanks a lot. Man. Thanks, I appreciate you. We did it. Boom.